I used to go feed Caden. You guys always used to follow me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what she's. Now we're sitting here looking at her like, oh shit. Mama's code. Hey, hey guys. guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Melissa. I'm Jess. And I'm Erica. And today we're going to be talking about boob or formula. So the reality is. What did we go for? Did we have either or? Do we have a preference? What was our our take on on the whole topic? The whole scenario. Yeah, because it's a it's a big thing that everyone talks about. <laughs> I think it's so social pressure. <laughs> My pressure. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I I think it's a so social pressure on motherhood, and I feel like. If you if it's daunting for you, then you need to stop because breastfeeding should be something pleasurable. It's something, you know, it's a moment you're bonding with your baby. So if it's not working out, it's absolutely fine to stop and look at alternatives. And I just feel like we're so pressured into it and we're so swayed. It's like the only way you can feed a baby. I feel like we should be able to decide without feeling pressured or judged and swayed into like no breast is uh, best no 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 fed is best there's just such a big um pressure around it and from the moment that you give birth or no actually before you give birth for me um before I pushed out my baby it was already on this so-called um what what do they call this paper plan oh um birthing plan plan. which um they would be like do you want to breastfeed or how are you going to feed your baby in my one, I just put, I will decide on the day because for me, I didn't want to set myself onto a plan. Mm. It was more of a my preference. And so I didn't want to be pressured on the moment like because I didn't know how I was going to feel. So for me, when um, that day when they passed me the baby over, they said to me, would you like to breastfeed or what? how are you feeding the baby? But it was always like, why do you instantly put that? Yeah, and I think sometimes if, if you're <clears throat> a young mum as well, it's almost like well you're probably not going to breastfeed and why aren't you kind of scenario so even if you do decide to breastfeed some people will be like oh like well done for doing it and and then what about the moms that are bottle feeding why don't they get a well done maybe they tried and they couldn't or maybe they just didn't feel um, i think people are just quick to judge as well because it could be breast milk in a bottle but maybe you just can't, for whatever reason, maybe your, your baby God can't latch on. God forbid you take out a bottle. Exactly, or you, you want to give them formula. Or, what or maybe they... Um, Do you guys not feel like me, that I mix feed? I felt, like when I went to my midwife appointment, and, you know, they ask you, like, well, how's the baby fed? I felt... Like you had to say it was from the boob? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because then they'll look like, at you like, why? I remember when a midwife was like, I said, oh, I mix feed him, Why? Oh, but you put your boob breast, your boob milk into the bottle. And I was like, no, I'm not giving formula. Why? And I'm like, he just doesn't get full. <laughs> like, I don't have a seafood breast to see how much milk he's getting. But he's like on my boob for an hour, starts crying and he's still hungry and he's like eating his hands. She's like, oh, well, then maybe you're doing it wrong. There, you're just... Just there, like, you're already thinking, oh, my God, I'm a failure. I'm not giving my baby the what apparently is the best, the best nutrients yeah. uh, for him or for her. Um, and, you know, like you said, your midwife was already asking you, like, why? And I'm pretty sure her face was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And and you've I'm pretty sure you've gone home, like, damn, like, I'm doing it wrong, like she said. But actually, 
you know, we all have different milk supplies. Your first pregnancy, you could have had not so good milk supply. And your second pregnancy, mm. you had a big supply. It, it's all different. And some women can't. Some some so Actually, sometimes the woman can, but the baby can't latch yeah. on. Maybe the babies are tongue-tied, which is um, an issue that is like an underlying thing that they don't really see to at first. It's always, like, oh, no, you're latching properly, uh, not doing it right. But actually, it goes, you know, a bit further. No one really up- looks... <laughs> deep into it like we as mums first mums or even if you already have there's a lot of pressure as we've mentioned Mm. before Mm. on you know your hormones are all over the place you're trying to you know grasp all this information you're getting and trying to keep this little other human alive and on top of that you have the pressure maybe from family members and even like say doctors and stuff that you almost feel like I have to give him breast if if I don't what are people going to think of me I had a a girl say that she didn't want to breastfeed because she wanted to keep her boobs. Like, basically, she's given her body to this baby. This baby's given her stretch marks. This baby, like, she's it's literally ripping her vagina apart. Why can't she keep one thing to herself? Like, it's something that you can actually control. Yeah, but this person got so criticised because she made that one decision for herself. But then they want to turn around and be like, you know, you have to have a purpose outside of your baby when your baby's big. No, yeah. babe, you need to have a purpose from the get go. It's just the whole thing, like from when the baby is born and, and at the hospital, they immediately like, OK, let's get the boob out. Yeah. And it's like, no, yeah. no, no, wait, hold on. Have, in have my, in my bag, that's I've what got, I want. in my bag, I've got a sterilised bottle and I've got milk. Like, that's what I want to do. I do not want you know, at all to have them on the boob because it's just, you know, you've got mums that, like you said, just don't they want to keep that part of them to themselves or they just mentally aren't there and they just don't want to put themselves through that and i think it's okay i think as a mom you just you just need to be confident and showing yourself when you when you've made that decision to say you know what this is this is what i want to do and people unfortunately need to learn to respect that that's your decision um whether you want to breastfeed or not that's no one else's problem or it shouldn't be of interest to anyone else and you you do what works for you i remember for for us i'm mixed uh fed as well the bottle was there the formula was there for me to to rest for me to have my sleep you know if if dan can help with feeding if my mum could help with feeding um and i didn't pump then there you go have a yeah you'd have, have a bit more freedom have yeah. a bit more freedom when i was at home um stuck on you know she was stuck on the boob if i was out in public and sometimes stuck on the boob whatever was more convenient at that time we worked around it um and i think there's a lot of pressure for mums especially when the baby's small if they take out a bottle you you almost feel like it's someone watching me and judging me because I am feeding them with a bottle without even knowing your story behind why it's happening. But saying that, going back to your point, Fish, it's also taken... like So when a mum, say Jess, you're out in public and you've got like this newborn baby, you obviously have never breastfed before and your baby are trying to make him latch mm. on you already have that pressure of you know trying to make that connection with your baby because you've, you're already you're, sweating you're, yeah. you're exclusively breastfeeding right and then you have nancy and susan over there looking at you like Ugh, why what is she, she not doing? covering herself yeah so I'd it's say, like it's the both and you've got the baby screaming its head off yeah. because it's hungry and it can yeah. smell your milk but you can't latch on and you've got all this pressure and yeah i didn't care about that you know i remember no, someone once, do yeah, i remember once 
I was on the overground with my mum and Maya was hungry and I just, my instinct was to feed her and I took her out and I just started feeding her on the on the train and I didn't even batter an eyelid. And I remember sometimes Dan would say, if someone was to ever say something to you because you are breastfeeding Maya in public and they say something negative, I think I will switch because what is wrong with a mother feeding It's just its been baby, so sexualised exactly. as well. Um, so there is that aspect that's an, an extra added layer of pressure that you have, you know, unnecessarily, I think. I just yeah. think people are so quick to judge. Like, imagine you have tried and you're just in so much pain because your nipples are cracked, you're bleeding. That was me. And mm. and, and then you go out and bring out a bowl. People are going to be like, oh, no, why is she feeding but they don't know what your nipples are looking like at the moment. Are they the ones in pain? Like, it, they make it sound so beautiful and so, like, apparently this is, you know, it's amazing. But they don't get into the nitty-gritty of, like, oh, you're, you know, it's going to hurt you. And and the thing Mastitis. is... Mastitis, have you... Yeah, oh, it's once the your milk most starts, awful thing ever. Once your milk starts flowing and then, you know, for say your baby's not latched on well and he's not feeding well, you've, you've now got so much milk in your boobs and... I mean, I, I never experienced it, but I can imagine the pain because I've I've felt other women's boobs when they've got yeah. this, and gosh, they feel I had rock cabbages. hard. Cabbages. I mean, cabbages. I used to yeah, I used to cabbage leaf. And you put, put it inside in your the, bra. Yeah, in the fridge, so they were cool because my boobs were so oh, hot, like yeah. soggy cabbage leaves. Not no. like the repojo. Yeah, and you just put it in the fridge, like take the layers off, like, and it cool. would feel so nice, the cooling sensation. Mm. Um, because yeah, I I was. When my milk came in, it was just so much. And obviously, at a newborn stage, how much are they taking? Mm. So I was feeding Maya whilst also pumping and storing mm-hmm. it for next feeds. But like I said, if there wasn't any breast milk at the point at that time and she needed a feed, then, you know, I wanted a rest. Have 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 a bottle because mm. you're hungry. What, what am I going to do? Not deny that from you? No, no, I guess in, in part, it, it also gives, you know, the dad some sort of, like, responsibility because I'm guessing, as a dad, they don't have, you know, much to do with the baby. And they, like... Might feel a bit useless. Like yeah, well, it's what that is that? Bond, yeah. yeah, well, we find it as breastfeeding. It's our time with the baby. We change the baby. We bought mm-hmm. the baby. We, you know, you get a whole year with the baby. Dad gets two weeks... Can you judge them for not, you know, mm. feeling that bond? Because can you really bond with someone for two weeks? No. no. So it, it, it's that as well. I'm still trying to bond well. with my child, <laughs> to be honest. But it's that, like, also, you know, like, if you prefer to mix feed, there's nothing wrong with it. No. Like, you're giving your, your husband, your partner, whatever, the opportunity to also make, you know, that bond. Because, you're like, this baby looks up at you and there's nothing more. I think that's one of the things I most enjoyed about breastfeeding. When they obviously open their eyes and then they're just yeah. looking deep into your and soul. And they smile at you while yeah. you've got your boob in there. It's, it's, I yeah. gen- for me personally, I genuinely enjoyed it. And I remember feeling when, when our journey stopped... I I struggled with that because it felt like she didn't need me anymore. Yeah. And we did the mixed feed um, until she was seven and a half months. And there was weeks or days where it would just be my boob and there would be other days where it would be both. Um, but I remember feeling really sad that the journey was over because I enjoyed it. And I was one of the f- you know few out there who didn't really have much pain feeding you know Maya was great at latching on she would you know be good at emptying them out we would alternate between and 
it was okay. But when she decided it was it, it was time, it was time. And I was upset about that. Just, just in, in this upset thing, like, because th- this is something I, re- I kind of recently, you know, heard of, but where they, they're less on your boob, it automatically affects your hormones, yeah, which is 100%. why you... So I'm a hundred percent, and I think I I think for me, it was almost like another roller coaster. You know, it was like the whole giving birth, bringing baby scenario again that we talked in our last episode. It was like feeling those things again. Your body's trying to, to rebalance rebalance itself. itself. It's like okay, mm-hmm. well we're starting to slowly produce less milk maybe they're dropping feeds or maybe they dropped feeds completely, and now your body's trying to adjust to that new whatever that is. Um, almost like going cold turkey because when you you breastfeed you release that happy hormone or so they say um and then all of a sudden you've gone from doing that on a daily basis to not doing that at all and yeah how do Do you know what that's so weird like when i remember at the beginning i would feel so upset like so sad and i would feel so lonely like and then he would stop feeding and it was like i was happy again and and then i started like it started to hit me like hold on is this a pattern or is this like you know I started to question myself and then um I asked the friend if you know they, they had gone through you know breastfeeding and now they had stopped and everything and I asked oh you know like this is how I'm feeling like is that you know normal did you ever go through that and she actually said to me like it's yes you feel happy but it's just your hormones again going in and out in and out because yes you it should be a happy thing but it's just in that moment that you feel that. And it, I don't know, it's just this, it's so crazy what a, a feed does. The same way as when I first fed my baby, my cramps, it was like I was having yeah. contra- contractions again. And I was like, oh, like, you know, when you have really heavy periods. And mm. I was like, why the hell? And why then am I, I in pain after yeah. I've just had a baby? And like, I should be fine. When I wasn't feeding him, he was, uh, my body was fine. And as soon as he'd be on, it was like hurting again. And then again, I looked into it, I read and it's actually help. It helps your uterus um, shrink. Shrink, yeah. yeah. Wait until the second one. Oh god, oh, god. <laughs> I think it's worse. I'm alright with my dog and my baby. Um, I can like sit here and say that I I liked it the first time round with Joel. I didn't like it with Caden. Like I just I think it was mainly because my nipples were always bleeding. And even pumping would hurt. So I just, I don't know. And because I had like a toddler running around everywhere and, you know, screaming, mommy, like when I would put him, Caden on my boob, I'd have another one. Mom, I just pooed, come and clean me. So it was (laughs) kind of like, and obviously I'm I'm at home by myself. Mm. And I was just like, I just found it boring. Like I couldn't bond with Caden like that. Because your concentration wasn't all there because you had to, you know. I had to tend to someone else's needs. So I didn't find it, you know, that's why I did two months and that was it. I loved so much that when there was visitors and she was due a feed. Oh, I I love that now. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to go into the room and I didn't care to whip out my boob and feed her wherever I was. Um, Especially if I was at home, I'm comfortable. Obviously respectful of people's feelings how they feel um but if there was too many people around i'd be like right she's due a feed and i'll go into the room and it was just quiet oh it was 
for me it was like a bit of an escape well, I used to go feed Caden you guys always used to follow me yeah. <laughs> you know what she's now we're sitting here looking at her like oh shoot I'm sorry why did we follow you I, remember, I had no escape with you guys I actually remember one of the first times following you I was actually looking how it was working because I was so intrigued at literally how, how does it actually work because Kay and, and, and Maya they're Two, two, months, two apart. months yeah two and a half months apart so they're really close in age so when Kay was born it was like right I'm gonna have one of these very soon um I one need to these. yeah one of these <laughs> the new, new edition. little editions you know it's dropping soon um I need to I need to feel prepared in in knowing what I'm doing gullible without even knowing that it's not always what you want it's yeah. how things happen and sometimes it's not you it's the baby exactly Mm. and you take it so hard upon yourself to blame yourself why can't i do this why can't i it's always i'm so sorry that we always followed you i know i've said that already to you quite a few times i remember once i I think yeah it was for caden and i hadn't never really like seen the whole pumping thing and i walked in and you're like do you want to see my nipple and i was like (laughs) yeah sure and it was like just like this is how we pump and just going on to that thing it's like like in my case like I exclusively breast for eight months and I was pumping for you know here and there like and it can be so like literally a full-time job 24 7 I did not enjoy uh, pumping um I I didn't really it was painful I didn't really yeah, I think that, and I, I mean, I, for me, it didn't, I would pump for Bants, basically, because I was, I didn't mind being uh, exclusively, you know, um, available feed, to him. Yeah, feeding on demand, because I spent most of my time um, at home alone, because obviously, during the time that it was all going on, it was very busy at work for my partner, so it was like, for our household, it was the most convenient, just because I didn't really want to get up in the middle of the night to mm. the kitchen to make a bottle. I know I could have the stuff next to me, but for us personally, it works better. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, Jess, but you know, you can get more freedom like this or that, and it's just like, yeah, but, but I'm alright. Mm. And and the and thing is, like, yeah. you've got your freedom, like, if this is my freedom, then let me be. If anything, it, like you said, it was my freedom to get mm. away from visitors and like, just go to the room or, or like... For me, it was very like, you know, when people come around and it was like having your baby and you just want your baby back because you miss them, even though they're in the same room. Yep. And then they do a feeling you're like, yep, yeah, can I have my baby? And then you just feel like, oh, I don't want no one to take you again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this pumping thing is hard as I, well. Yeah. It can be very mentally uh, draining because you've come off, you've just fed your baby and now you're having to pump to keep a supply so that you know your partner it's an all-round job or isn't whoever it? is all there round. to support you is able to help you out and it's just very draining and i understand when people do this and then they just go off it because of course you said it your nipples hurt mm. and you feel like a cow and you're just there like your your nipples are constantly being stimulated mama i love you how do you feel about stopping the breast um for the first few weeks it was like one boob was so hard and I was like oh my god I was so scared about the whole like mastitis thing because it's like your milk flow is good and then now it's not being you know taken out and then I started seeing him just eating more and just getting off the boob and I just started feeling like I I found myself being like come Leo come it's time to feed like come and he just was not interested and I was like sitting there like 
why don't you want me <laughs> with my tit hanging out like why like you love See, this yeah. and at the beginning like it was like it was just sad because it was kind of like oh my baby's growing mm-hmm. and, and like you know our journey is coming to an end and and there's just this beautiful thing about looking at them and but having said that I'm all right now because he forever scratches my face and pokes my eyes and pulls my hair. And, like, his leg and his feet are, like, up my nostrils, so, you know. How's teeth? Does it feel... He you... doesn't bite. He's no, not I a was, biter. I was so lucky because Maya teethed really late anyway, so yeah. my first tooth didn't come out until she was about 10 months, so I never had Maya was worry. teething since she was born. But her teeth never came out. Her teeth never came out. But because I never, I've never experienced that. Because I always stopped really. And Leo was he was an early teeth. an early teaver mm-hmm. he got his first tooth at four months and i remember everyone was like oh my god he's gonna buy you and of course i was literally scared i was like from the moment Shot he the literally i was like the moment he bites me that's it your tit is done cold turkey but he he only bit me once and so I flipped... you basically lied to yourself no but it was like a little nibble like it wasn't a full bite it, it was, was a like a, yeah it was like a little <laughs> <laughs> and i flicked his ear and he looked at me like wow is this is this how we are and then he just never did it again and it, it, even till now like he's good and he's got like a whole set of teeth so <laughs> but no he doesn't the bite same me amount as mine, Maya. If I'm on it. Um, but now no he's like he's on two bottles a day um every now and again really not i don't do it every day because i just find it so long and and where i'm so used to it and jay also bonds a bit more with him and he understands why I was so adamant in just feeding. But and it's a bit the, selfish. The point but... you said about at night, especially with it almost like the convenience, because I remember sometimes it would just be easier for, oh, for so me to easy. wake up and just whack her on the boob, feed, but change her if needs, go back to sleep. And they don't really go fully awake because it's, you're so quick yeah. to just literally flip the tit out. It's like an express machine always there, but I mean, you're going to take your tip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, there was nights where actually, you know what, I was so tired. And, and and when you're sleep yeah, de- that's what sleep I feel. Deprived. You get sometimes, angry. Sometimes I, I, I like, so, no, but with me it was I've had really hungry babies. Yeah. So I would put both of them. It was the same thing, and both of them only liked the right tit. So I would always have one tit like super, super red, and probably really red because a friend of mine told me that I had to like brush my boob like aggressively what, a comb yes a cr- comb scratching your boob with a comb yeah but like my boob was like you know when it's got like that little blood particles oh it God, was like that how hard were you going on the poor boob well my friend had told me that this is how I get the milk to come out been that friend <laughs> been them. we can say that because that friend is one of us <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I just, I couldn't, like my kids will be on, I swear, so long on my boob and in the nights, imagine them waking up, you obviously, you don't know how much they're taking in and normally when they're like really little, they fall asleep really yeah. quick. I, so I, they don't get full. Yeah, exactly. So you put them down and then, and then you have to like, you kind of like go to sleep again and then bam, yeah, they, they wake up. And you're like, oh, that is annoying. And you yeah. know, and you know when hungry. literally like you've got them on your chest and you're like literally leaning down into the Moses or wherever you've put them on the crib or whatever. And you're like, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Literally. You, put, you literally are uh, horizontal on their on their <laughs> mattress as well, and then you just slide, come out, and they're like, Nyeh! you're like, for fuck's sake, that only took me twenty minutes. 
10 times and it's it's draining like oh, imagine doing so that draining. imagine that like you have to be like so like patient and determined to do there'll I be couldn't. nice that you could there'll be nice yeah no if, yeah. If, if, 100%. but there was not you're not every single day you're in the same mood no that's like, so there's true. things that happen during the day that would just not you know you're knackered for the night yeah. and, and you, you just, just want, want that little bit you of help you just want the two hours uninterrupted sleep two hours you know that's all we're asking for and you know what it is it it tests you so much yeah. like for me it was like where i exclusively breastfed did I, you hit do you guys hit your oh husbands? this is what i was gonna, about <laughs> to touch on i would sit there on the bed like because apparently they don't hear the baby cry i mean i i, I don't know what skill this is but he would be like <laughs> The next day he'll be like, oh my God, the baby slept the whole night. And I'm sitting there like, I've had 45 minutes sleep. No, Dan would wake Go up. away. And no, like sometimes he'd wake up and he'll be like, do you, do you need any help? Like, do you want me to go make him a bottle? And I'll be like, no, 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 it's fine. Again, because I just got myself into that selfish mode. And also because I knew that it was much easier to just whip the tit out. He would eat and go sleep. than Jay having to go make a bottle, come back. And also guys, I'm sorry, but he would sit there feeding him and then when it comes to burping i'm just sitting there watching and he would just start falling asleep and obviously my fear is that you're gonna fall asleep drop the baby and oh my god so i wouldn't even sleep during that feed i would just sit there and watch him and be like hey but as a mom you don't sleep anyways no. oh yeah but this is what, what i mean like, not what, what's the point as well oh, what's the yeah, point I of him my own grunting my, uh, grunted for the first month every single night and when i started to finally accept the fact that she's grunting so that means she's alive she's breathing she's well yeah she stopped doing it but for a whole month and i had her in those thing in those cribs that you attached to the end of the bed sleep by yeah so she she was next to me grunting the whole night the whole night and i couldn't sleep her out so i think that, her. honestly i think that's why for us it worked to have um the bottle feeding because nights where my mum would um help out then we i would have a full five six hours sleep feed the baby done you know yeah. i'm rested the next day ready to to rock and roll rather mm. than feel like shattered no. because i couldn't get over the fact that my daughter's grunting <laughs> i'd forever just sit there and look at him with his useless nipples just snoring and so i'll just kick him i'm like Elbow, yeah. elbow into him and he'll be like hey and be like what oh, oh. are you okay baby I <laughs> did it to and then you'll kick them and like just move them about and oh do you know what I used to do so much because he would snore I'd pull, pull the pillow with one hand oh out of gosh. his head and then he'd be like oh shit and, be like, <laughs> and then I'll be like baby are you okay like, yeah are you okay I'm like yeah okay and then he'll go back and again. When like, they'll turn around would be the one. How oh, dare you turn around? Yeah, you, as you I'm just here woke feeding. up. Stay up. Yeah, as I'm here feeding. Watch me feed. As I'm here feeding, you want to turn your back on, on us. It's not even me. On us. <laughs> I thought this was our baby. <laughs> yeah. I think those days are probably when you were most tired. When you yeah. yeah, anything. Or when you've been up a couple times during the night because maybe they're cluster feeding or going for a gross those were the worst one no the worst is when they start sleeping till like like long and then you're like yes they're getting a oh, hang of oh, the sleep and then they this. sleep nothing and the you're like day. what, what did the I do hell wrong? Like, and you and start trying, looking back to the day to before exactly the same thing almost at the same time to make sure that the day the night is a replica <laughs> yeah. of the night before do you know what the, that, the day that that happened to me 
I couldn't, like, I literally woke up at three thinking, oh my God, is my baby still breathing? Like, what's the time? Why haven't I heard him crying? And he, my guy's like snoring, like the baby is the guy. He was snoring. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, okay, let me go back to sleep. And I'll go back to sleep. Still, I wouldn't hear him look again. And it's like four in the morning, five in the morning. I'm like, oh my God. And then in the morning, I would just hate myself for why did I not just sleep throughout the whole night? But you've just got this thing of like, you, you always wake up. Why are you not waking up? Yeah. Just to make sure, it's, it's sometimes it's because your sanity, your, your sanity. Yeah. Sanity. and your body just gets used to this. And oh. mama's code. I remember once I didn't wake up. Really? How probably tired were you? Well, was I at that point? Because I remember that it was Dan. He was like, "Baby, like, do you want me to?" Because I when at night Dan would always ask me, "Do you want me to feed her or do you want to feed her?" And he actually woke me up. I'm laying next to her. So <laughs> how did I manage to sleep through her cry is beyond me. Or That's maybe, one point for you. Yeah, or maybe at that point, I don't know. One was, point, Melissa, <laughs> zero for Maya. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I remember feeling pretty bad, like I'd failed as a mum because I didn't hear her at that one. In that moment. At that moment, I didn't hear her and I felt horrible because I thought, oh my gosh. Yeah. What kind of a mother am what, I? What, what do you mean I didn't? What do you mean I didn't hear my own child? She's right next to me. Mm. And then I started thinking, how long has she been crying for? And according to Dan, she had just started like moving, waking up. Waking up. So who knows? Maybe my body was eventually going to wake up within the next five seconds. But for me, I gave myself such a hard time because I didn't. Because yeah. why? Why as a mum? Why didn't I wake up before the dad? But why? What? But it's it's that again. You put so much pressure on exactly. yourself. I'm rolling the mum guilt. Yeah, exactly. it's like they're the dad too. It's it's okay for you mm-hmm. to you know want to. It's like I had this girl on Instagram that she would um, for Mother's Day and like her birthday she would always ask for like a hotel and she'll stay away for two 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 days by herself. Like she didn't ask for anything else, and her partner gave it to her. She had three kids. Why is it, why is that why does that yeah. make her a bad nun? It doesn't. It doesn't. Just because you want some time to for yourself. yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what happens sometimes is when you when you become a mum, you almost lose your identity in yeah, a sense. 100%. You stop from being this person, you know, Melissa, Erica. No, we just Jessica, just moms. and now we become our kids' mums mm. and it's like, hold on, what about the person that I was Sorry, you know, I didn't realise I wasn't allowed to shower anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or eat. Or maybe god forbid i have a bit of fun mm. that makes me that makes me a bad mom yeah you know that's just added more added pressure <laughs> in in all different angles yeah get it thrown left right and center mm. um just going to the night shifts as well like from someone that's done it exclusively like it can get very lonely mm. like you're sitting there in the middle of the night stressed out however many times you've woken up and you're just thinking, gosh, like, I'm the only one up at this time doing this. We would message each other randomly at these points. I remember I, I messaged you a couple times to be like, hey, you're awake. Because sometimes <laughs> it was like at these specific times during the night, they would wake up. They would and like, yeah, you know, our baby just woke up or I'm just feeding or just about to go to sleep or yeah, I I th- go back to bed. There's and- this other mum as well. Like, I think she had the baby like two months after Leo or a month after and I remember like I would I posted something and 
it was like three in the morning and she liked it and I was like oh my god like she's up feeding her baby <laughs> and it would just be so nice because it was like having a conversation with another mum at that time like okay and then I remember one day she was like all right see you at five in the morning and literally it was 5am and we were like oh hey you're back here so I guess you're putting them down now and and then when the kids were ill again it was that person I was talking to at two in the morning like oh my baby's got a stuffy you know and it, it's just it was just nice. It wasn't lonely, but it can get very lonely, regardless if you're doing bottle feed mm. or, or breastfeeding. It's it's lonely. And sometimes you almost feel it's a bit unfair that the rest of the world is getting to sleep and you're here up. And, and you know what? Like how how many other mums and or dads are up at this time feeding their children. And also, there's people that say that, oh, if they're on formula, they'll sleep for longer. That is a myth. Mm. I mean, in my case, I think it's a myth because I've tried that because <laughs> I, I there was one point that I literally slept 45 minutes for the whole night. That's the worst. And so uh, the, na- the next night, I was like, no, nah, I need to get myself some serious sleep. And I fed my child um, formula before going to bed and formula in the first wake up. And no, he was up the next hour asking for food. Yeah. And I think maybe it could have been a growth spurt because they're constantly, you know... You go through them, like, every single day. Oh, literally. Or when you think they've just come out of one, you're like, right, uh... How long do I have to... How long do I have? Oh, a couple days. Mm, And then you go through regression. Exactly. Oh, God. Exactly. But, yeah, I think you should just feed your baby however works for you. And, what you know, you're the one with the baby 24-7, so... And I think a a big... big point as well that you don't really think about is what it can do to you mentally yeah um, yeah there is that pressure out there that breast is best and you should give it a go or whatever but if if you're for whatever reason struggling as a mum sometimes you have to think about yourself first because if if you're not caring for your own self first and putting you as the priority you know how can you make sure that you're the best version for for your baby sometimes bottle feeding is the best option for you because for your mental stability and sanity you you need to do this you need to get the rest you need to live your life or or you just need a glass of wine and not feel guilty about it exactly so you've got the formula Mm -hmm. there i had a glass of wine (laughs) Um, but obviously after much research and, and I did actually ask my doctor about it because it, it got to a point where I was like, I, I, I really need this because I feel like I just want to be feel a bit normal. Like I just want a glass of red wine with my steak. And for me in that moment was my me trying to connect with the old Jessica before baby. And now it's like, like I said, you, you change from the minute you find out you're pregnant, you give up so many things. So I, I remember asking my doctor and feeling so bad about asking if I could have a glass of wine. And he said, you know, it's absolutely fine. Um, do give it three hours between glass of wine that you've had before the next feed. If you're sober enough to drive, you, you're sober enough to be able to, to feed. feed. But in that case, this was where, you know, formula can come in. Like you can, can reconnect with yourself wherever whether it's you know it doesn't have to be alcohol but it can just be going out for lunch with your friends and just going shopping and just not feeling that you know you, you have, just to, have be to be there to baby seven. yeah and I think now that I've started to wean off the boob I know my baby can go for three hours without boob 
So I feel like, oh, I've got three hours that I can do so much in. And then, but now it's like, oh, I can actually take five hours because actually he can have formula and nothing is going to happen to him. And, you know, it's it's great. Like I started feeling like I can just start reconnecting with myself again and I could feel like I can go out more and not that I couldn't before. For me, in my head, it was like... Quite limiting. Yeah. You had to be available anyways. Yeah, and, you know, from the beginning, we did give the baby a, fo- a formula. I think he was like three weeks old because we always wanted to implement the teats the teats mm-hmm. so that it would in case i was to get Nickel ill or in well. ca- yeah in case anything was god forbid happened to me or whatever or i couldn't be there then at least the baby was used to the tit the teats the, the bottles <laughs> the um, <laughs> so he, he so we we did implement that from the beginning and and i knew it was fine but i just i like i said i was just a selfish person because it worked for me why is it selfish yeah because other people would think oh but why do you care what no 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 i know but again this is where the whole mothering thing comes in there's so many people Mm -hmm. that feel like that judgment that pressure that this the same way you feel the pressure to breastfeed you feel that now you feel the pressure that well i am breastfeeding but now apparently it's bad because i'm being selfish that i'm just breastfeeding so which one is it do i breastfeed or do i not breastfeed you breastfeed but people expect you to only breastfeed till six months and then if you go longer or like if you want to breastfeed, yeah how long is too long can you do a year can you do more you know people start saying the benefits are done after this month because you're doing or you're being whatever the case is it's it's almost like you can't do something right right now i'm getting a lot of people like a lot of adults saying that were saying to me oh you should feed now those adults are telling me like when are you gonna stop you know that your baby's eating food now and you you've implemented formula like why are you still on the boob and it's like well because i still want to have that moment with my baby and also um my child went through two months of not having any single anything he every any food i would put in his mouth he would just be like i don't want it so where i was breastfeeding i felt like okay he's still getting the nutrients in and somehow he's getting fed but just that thing like do you breastfeed do you not if you breastfeed exclusively you're selfish but if you don't how long do you go for and how long are you going for and it's almost like you feel like you have to justify yourself to people. Yeah. You don't need to. You're doing, like, well, you do whatever feels right for you and, and your family and, and your situation. If you want to stop, you stop. And if people say, why? Mm, why because not? Because I want to. And that yeah. that's enough of an answer. You don't need to find 21 reasons to to justify why you've taken a decision. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've come to terms with that, like, to just be like, whatever, like, if you don't like it look away mama's code so to wrap this episode our golden tip is to do whatever you feel is best for yourself and for your partner your situation your family whatever works for you um at the end of the day there is one need and that need is to, to feed your baby so whether it's breastfeeding bottle feeding mixed feeding whatever the case is do what works for you and if other people want to say and, and point the finger and talk, then we just have to almost learn smile to, to smile away. And, <laughs> and it's sometimes easier said than done, but it, it does get easier to, yeah. to do that. Um, and whatever you do, people would always have something to say. So and again, you, you, you do one thing that everyone's expe- expecting you to do mm-hmm. and then they question you when when it's going to stop and when are you going to change that. So 
again. And I think it's not a problem if it's sustainable. If it's not sustainable for your household, then, like I said, look at alternatives. Don't just pressure yourself into, no, I have to do it like this and I'm failing. No, no, no. If, If you can't keep up with it, it's absolutely fine. And just, you know, look at alternatives and you will instantly feel a bit better and feel that relief come off you and... You're still making a bond if you're yeah, bottle feeding. Yeah. So that pressure added. You're with the child 24-7. Exactly. <laughs> what more bond do you want? But yeah, I think that's all, guys. Thank you and... Stay tuned. Mama's Code out. Mwah. Mama's Code. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a hotline. Yeah. I'll just be like...